Who wants a candle? Yeah, you can take that. What, what are you doing with it? I'm burning it. You're manifesting that you pass, pass a midterm? That is a phenomenal. Good job, whoever that is. It's my dog. Welcome to the throw, show. Throw a little Snaggle. sage in it, and you, perfect. How's it going, Mr. Snaggle J? Good. Hello. Hello. Oh, Hopefully oh. you can hear me okay. Yeah, I hear you fine. Uh, hold on, let me turn it back <clears throat> off. Where's the what button? Is that? Boom. There but, it is. But yes, to answer, your, to answer your question, there were no shenanigans at the end of the match number seven, but it was set up 100% perfectly for them to hit cult of personality yeah. at the end of the match. And I was like, if they were going to do it, they had it, they had it set up, but uh, it just went off the air. And I was very upset, not I, upset because like they, it's just, you know, how you get those moments in wrestling yeah. where it's like, it's set up perfect. And you're like, you, you, you know, it's not going to happen, but like the seed was there. Anyway, it just went off the air with the spoiler alert, the uh, elite <laughs> as the trios, trios champions. Um, did you, do you think Punk will return to AEW? Yes, I do. I do too. I mean, I, I think, I don't know. People are dreaming. I, 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 it depends. I think it's pro wrestling, so anything is possible. I mean, you know, we said for six years that we'd never see him in on a wrestling show ever again. And yeah. look at how that turned out. Um, it, would I be surprised if he can, if he ever showed up in AEW again? Yes. Would I completely rule it out? Absolutely not. Um, because it's wrestling <laughs> and it's yeah. CM Punk. Yep. He, he, the, this will pass just like everything else that happens has passed. And I wouldn't rule it out. See, I was, I'm on, I think the money is in Punk and FTR versus the elite. There you go. There's your feud. Do it up. Let's have it. But. I just heard, my sources have informed me, FTR is taking a break when their contracts are up. Yes, that was widely reported. Uh, yes, I think they actually posted yeah. it themselves, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not mistaken there. So that I they're going to take a well-deserved, uh, well-deserved time off and ponder their future, as they put it. Yeah, so my first question is, when are those contracts up? When did they come to AEW? That's that was what I was going to say. Twenty, what is this? This is twenty twenty three. I think they came in twenty twenty. May twenty seventh of twenty twenty. Yeah. So there, that gives you your three years. Three year deal. You know, that was when they debuted. So you could assume yeah. that they may have signed. You know, a week mm-hmm. or two before that, right? So that they could set everything up. So you could be looking at the middle of May, maybe even early May. So there's yeah. only just full gear then. There's is there a third a, another pay per view before May? Revolution is the next one, right? Uh, is it? Is that in March? No. That's how you know. You that would be it. can't memorize the paper. We do this every time we talk about AEW pay per view. <laughs> we never remember. Full gear. Full gear was the last one. Revolution is the March one. March fifth. So yeah. then, and then I think they usually do one. The next one's around like the Memorial Day weekend, right? The last weekend in May, I think, is the next one they do. Double or Nothing is in May. Fighter Fest in June. Fight for yeah. the Fallen in July. All Out August. Full Gear in November. Why can't they just do this monthly and on a pay service where we can just watch it every month, right? Come on, get with the program here. <laughs> Speaking of that. I, what I really want is the WWE Network back. Now, you're up in Canada. You have the WWE yep, Network. Sure you do, buddy. Sure do. Because I want to watch Sunday Night Heat. That's what I want to watch. And I can't <laughs> watch Sunday Night Heat. You might be. I would have to scour the Internet Archive because that may be the first recorded instance in the last 20 years of somebody saying, I want to watch Sunday Night Heat. I sure do. Yeah, did it, do you remember how hyped the heats were though, like before yeah. pay per views? Didn't they debut on MTV? Was it they did? They did in I the think. beginning, yeah. Because I mean, like this was like your traditional pre-show, right? Yeah. But like you know, it wasn't just like a, a like a yes. They did the whole promoting the pay per view stuff, um, but. Uh, you know, they would have like good matches and like angles and stuff that fed into the pay per view. Oh man, so good. 
Yes. Uh, all right. No, it was originally introduced on the USA Network. I don't know why, where I'm getting MTV. Sunday Night Heats. Oh, Sunday Night Heats, man. They were, uh, when they were on non pay per view weeks, they were awful. <laughs> but when they were on pay per view mm-hmm. weeks, they were fantastic. I'm assuming they were taped. They probably were never live. Oh. Were the I, I'm assuming the pay-per-view ones were probably live. Yeah, probably. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Greetings and salutations, peoples. Oh, that's not the right camera. That's the right camera. Greetings and salutations. Welcome, sir. You know, Vanessa, I, I don't know what I'm how I feel about this the black and white. I do like it. We'll see. I do have very NWO like characteristics. I, I you, you know, <laughs> very heelish. I will, I will, I will very, very quickly I, cut a heel turn here if humanly possible. Well, I need this color is what in I realized. Life, so, this is what I realized is that I don't use my camera at night, so I that's why I look very, very white on it right now. <laughs> I usually look very, very white because I, I very pale. Yes, exactly. How are we all doing tonight? Spectacular. I think we got a whole new show. Three pale guys talk wrestling. Pale. Wait, how can we? Indie. Three, you could call yourself three former Europeans. Yeah. Three former Europeans. Sunday, what... Sunday night white heat. <laughs> we need to, speaking of European, we need to bring back the European title. Oh, please do. Man. What a. That's, that? that's exactly we just got rid of the 24 7 title do we really need to immediately go and bring the european title back listen if things happen the way they we think they might there they will be a european title at the middle eastern <laughs> yes <title>. uh, <laughs> by Man. the way There's... i want to say hi hi i do want to send a call out to uh my brother who i was talking to before this and the last thing he said to me before i logged on was please don't get canceled so uh, I don't I don't know how I'm doing so far. Well, I mean, we all know I'm the liability for getting us canceled. I might say something bad about Bray Wyatt, like I did on this week's episode of the podcast. Oh, that I still don't think Chris has forgiven me for. Did for, it go over? Uh, did it go that. over well? It did not I, go over. I, I I never really got a chance to respond because he. That's he the classic right heel the move, end. exactly. <laughs> Right, I knew I knew the time was running out. The heel move is you get the dig in there, you get the last word, bing, bang, boom, you're done. Now he has to sit for a whole week and think about it. Okay, so hold on, let me see. So that's Ringside Rewind, uh, your guys' Sorry. podcast. We'll we'll touch on it mm-hmm. probably throughout the entire show. Mm-hmm. Um, on the, so on the last episode, you, Mister Snaggle, yourself, uh, very heel fashion, slimy, dropped the remark on Bray, backed out of the ring. What was yeah. said remark? I was just saying I was kind of getting bored of the whole Bray Wyatt um, L.A. Knight thing. I, I wanted to advance a little. I, I feel like it's moving too slow. And uh, I made a comment to that effect. And luckily, and I mean, you know. I, I this know is you're... the microwave generation. It, yeah. That's exactly it. You know, I, mean, I got I, a few years yeah. on Mr. Snaggle over there. And I, I remember. I remember when it was Superstars tapings. Oh three weeks of superstars and then oh, the only thing that happened there was four pay-per-views per year and you had to wait to see hulk hogan and andre the giant fight off on nbc if you were lucky enough to get it mm. ah. and we didn't have access to pay-per-view up here at that point so we had to wait for the coliseum home video which was like Listen. a month after the pay-per-view, at least. Oh, not oh. three? What longer? I would say, yeah, it was probably close. Back in the day, like WrestleMania three and that, it was probably closer to six months. Dang. Was the turnaround yeah, time? I think. I think even in the early nineties, they were still usually two to three months. Um, two to three months later in as, those days, right? As I, you'd on. usually you'd usually get it to come out. They'd usually be hyping it as part of the next pay per view. Mm-hmm. So, like, when they would start their road to SummerSlam advertising, it would also be tied into, hey, and now you can get WrestleMania on Coliseum Home Video. Um, Right? I do think, I will also tend to agree, and I'm not the microwave generation, Vanessa. Uh, I I think this LA night, I think my, my issue is, 
it's not the feud I guess I want with Bray coming back. And we've already mm. seen him get physical. I, I don't want to see him get physical yet. No, no that's true. And it's going to be something they always seem to play the long game with, with Bray. And yeah. uh, I'm a big fan of that. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I hope there's not a lot of changes in creative because that kind of may be where things get messed up where we know uh, somebody like Vince comes in and turn the lights some on. stuff around, right? Yeah. Maybe the Bollywood boys can... I think it's interesting too, right? Because, you know, we got to get our, you know, uh, the Mountain Dew pitch black match sponsored by oh. Mountain Dew exclusively at the Royal Rumble. Yep. And, and, you know, it's just, I, I'm in a weird place with this whole thing because Bray came back to all this hype and there was a lot of questions or like, was he ready? Uh, you know, what sort of role was he going to be taking on? We, and we know from the reports, right? He started wrestling. Uh, he had a match at a house show. I think Got it was hurt. this past yeah. weekend. Right. And, and, um, you know, so he's working, starting to work in that physicality. And then you get all the stuff that's going on. You know, I mean, he wasn't even on SmackDown this past week. Um, in the build to Royal Rumble, you have this whole weird thing. What's going on with Alexa, right? Which yep. uh, seems to be a very polarizing part of the story because people are like, great, are we just going back to the whole Alexa is part of the brave sphere thing again? And I don't know. It's just, it's, I kind of agree too, right? Uh, was LA Knight the right choice for his kind of comeback? Because, you know, LA Knight fresh off getting rid of the whole maximum yep. male models idiocy and getting back to the character that worked for him in NXT time will tell but it's pretty Wyatt there to humble him because he's such a big ego Um, I mean if you need somebody to humble somebody bring the Iron Sheik in (laughs) Iron Sheik will humble everybody he uh, I don't think Brace coming back came back as the leader of this I think Uncle Howdy is going to be more the leader of this version of the Wyatt family and Bray will start out as more of a subordinate to him. Mm. And that's where we end up to the Wyatt Six. Okay, so yeah, it's a great question. In the chat, the Fiend Cosplay 2023 is saying, we all got to be patient. Everything will make sense soon. Get ready for the Wyatt Six. Going off what you just said, um, so I, Wyatt Six, everybody got pumped when it first day, you know, first got being talked about. I started thinking maybe Uncle Howdy or Uncle Harper were just manifestations of Bray and we wouldn't actually get different wrestlers as them. I don't know where I stand now. Is Bo- I think we're going to get different wrestlers. Um, okay. I think uh, the guys that used to be in ROH, Vincent and yeah. Dutch, yep. they're going to be coming in as members of this Wyatt Six. I personally think it's Bo under the mask okay. uh, right now. So you have the two of them, you have Alexa, and you have Bray with uh, Uncle Howdy as the uh, as the kind of the leader. And then we can work on Bray getting back his confidence <laughs> I'm to doing take the same thing. <laughs> Counting as well. Did we get, five? To, did we get yeah. to six I'm, yet? No, we didn't get. I don't think we got to six, but. We don't know, like the fiend could be six. Yeah, yeah, I, I do think you might see. I, I don't think we're going to see six unique individuals. I think we may see six characters. I, I do think you might still see sort of this as this goes on. The fiend sort of rears ugly head as as this sort of alternate Bray thing. I think it, again, I, I'm not writing it off. I just think you know. I, there's been basically no progression um, in the last few weeks. And I want to, I, I know we've Calm had the whole Uncle Howdy. Breathe. Right. But it's, when you it, have, it will be there. Yes. But when you have five hours of television a week, <laughs> you have to, like, you know, again, we're, we're getting to the Rumble. So we're going to see what happens. I think after the Rumble, it's going to be sort of, uh, I don't want to say full speed ahead, but I think we're going to get some developments. And I think, you know, I, again, I do it more so just to poke at Chris because, 
his love of Bray Wyatt is never dying. And, and I know that all I have to do is mention his name in any sort of vein. And it's like poking the bear, which is again, heel tactics. Um, yeah. It's guaranteed 45 minutes. On oh yeah. I, listen, I, will, I am anything capable of cheap heat. It's all about the cheap heat, man. He'll ask me about uh, Bray Wyatt or new Japan wrestling. And then he'll just take his headset off and he'll be back in 40. What is, what is that? New, new what wrestling Japan. Is that a country? Uh, well, Japan is, uh, <laughs> and this is the newer one. This is oh, the, uh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. Okay, cool. Speaking of Wrestle Kingdom, how did uh, Chris, one half of uh, Ringside Rewind, you can find it in all, every, every place I go to listen to podcasts, and I go to a lot of different places, I find you guys. So you're everywhere. And we're the one that's not two British guys talking about soccer. Boxing. Boxing, sorry. I, well, I... If they yes. if they're from if they're from England, I assume they're talking soccer. No, it's a good question. Would I rather listen to Canadians talk or English or British? Uh, yeah, what English? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, that's tough. That's a tough question. That's I tough. mean, considering considering your producer is Canadian, <laughs> you, you may have to <laughs> lean towards eh. like I don't I don't want I don't want like you know next week you guys have this weird dynamic because you had three Canadians involved with the show this week and decide i think i prefer british people who were we just who did we just have on vanessa that said canadians are so uh patient and and uh what did, wait what did they say i don't remember now i oh, am damn. snaggle not necessarily it's, he doesn't necessarily fit the uh fit the trademark of of, of patient canadian are you saying I'm not a trademark Canadian? Because, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Listen, there's only a few of those things in that beer commercial that you are. It looks like a, like a Northern Canadian, like a Lumberjack Canadian. I mean, I'm in, I mean we're both East Coast Canadians, right? So, oh, you know, you're East Coast? Yes. I mean, we, we literally... Atlantic we, we live, Coast. We, we live in the same city, like, you know, like 10 minutes away from each other in New Brunswick, so... You're Maritimers? Yeah, oh, you're are, in New yeah. Brunswick? Like, that we're, French um, New Brunswick? Uh, I mean, we're kind of in the middle. We're kind of in the middle of Anglophone and Francophone New Brunswick, so we kind of have it on both both sides. Oh, so. I feel sorry. And big storm. Big storm coming, so we're we're bat. You know, we got the storm chips, and we're uh, we're batting down the hatches. And the storm literally misses us. I'm on at the mouth of Lake Huron in Ontario. Oh, right. I have a friend of mine uh, that just lives not to take the podcast completely out the window. But I, uh, I have a friend of mine now. He has no idea. He has no idea. <laughs> I'll be back. Bray Wyatt yeah. sucks. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to get another beer. <laughs> to answer your question about Wrestle Kingdom, uh, it was a great show. Um, the main event fell flat to me mm. because what was going to uh, come at whatever was in that spot after Osprey and yeah. Omega was just going to fall flat. But you had to put that World Heavyweight Championship match there. Because, as I said in this week's edition of Ringside Rewind, uh, it's the Inoki Memorial Show. So you have to have Okada at the end doing the Inoki chant. That's got to be the closing shot at the Tokyo Dome. What was your thoughts on Sasha Banks? Who? I wish uh, no that uh, that would be a Mercedes uh, Monet Manet Tippy Tippy Day Day. Yes, exactly. Um, it's it was weird because she she cut a WWE promo on a crowd that's not used to that. Her finisher finisher got messed up when Kyrie went to her knees instead of using it as a DDT. It kind of felt flat all the way around. But I think it was going to in front of that crowd anyway. But I don't think it matters because she's there for US. the for the she's there for the U.S. She's there for whatever's coming up after New Japan Strong, because the past taping schedule for New Japan Strong, their their U.S. show, uh, it's going away, yeah, so it's not happening anymore. Uh, which has led to rumors of. Tony Khan talking about there being 
New Japan uh, involvement in the ROH TV show that's going to be coming to Honor Club in the next couple of months. Or just everything Mercedes Monet does falls flat anyway. Oh, well... I was oh. going to say, when, when you said fall flat, I was, I basically, it was a typical Sasha Banks segment. See? See? Oh, come on. Listen, me. I, I, he, here, I mean, it's just, I, it, he, you, if you look at all of the women's revolution big names from that time period, I would have to say Sasha Banks is probably the most disappointing. Pa- or she would be in competition with Paige. And Paige has some pretty extenuating circumstances mm-hmm. in there. That, like, I just my thing is with with, with Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, just you know her as a, as a performer. I don't get the hype. Thank There's you. something about her character that I find basically impossible to connect with. I don't know if it's her nonchalant, fake attitude that she always used as the boss character, like her as the boss. It was never believable. You never got the the sense that she actually believed she was the boss as opposed to just right. playing a character, right? So, I mean, for, yes, like, like Chris said, right? You know, the, the finisher thing, you know, that's not her fault. Um, there was the clip that came out of her doing it in, in, in training or whatever um, that made it very clear that that was not her fault. But I just, it's... Uh, I don't I have I have never been a huge fan of anything that she's done. So question and, for the group then, if right. we can and I'm gonna I'll go first. Okay. If I wanted to list the four horsewomen, how would you list them one through four? One being the top okay. down. All right. uh, oh, I'm, I could easily do it. I'm Becky first. Oh Charlotte second. Bailey third, and then Sasha. It depends what you're rating them on, I guess. It's a hot thing. I Let's could go. care. Tier list. Let's go. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, it, 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 again, depending on what your criteria is, Charlotte and Becky are one, two, depending on, again, you know, if you're looking at as a character, if you're looking at impact on the business, I think you could flip flop Becky and Charlotte one and two, depending um bailey is is a hard three and sasha is a long distant four um but yeah the top two again i think it depends on the situation um you know depending on like becky the whole man character was awesome one of i mean i think in the early going i think it was was great i agree the the initial i think it wore it wore out its welcome really damn fast but in the initial part, and her taking the broken nose from from Nia Jax, I think it was, or was it yep. Shayna? I don't no, remember now. But like, no, it was no. Nia Jax because I was going to say it was yeah. the greatest thing. Nia I mean, Jax a- anytime, anytime anybody ever got hurt was Nia Jax usually. <laughs> but like, I think that 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 couple of months of Becky Lynch in the lead up to that WrestleMania was one of the greatest women's angles we've seen in a very long time. And then it wore completely wore its welcome with the whole Becky two belts foolishness that just drug on forever. So I think Becky Charlotte are interchangeable on top, but Bailey and Sasha are, are, are definitely three and four, uh, no question. Uh, Vanessa, I'll I'll go last. You can go. Oh, so I'm like Charlotte Bailey are tied one and two, mm. and Becky Sasha can go to hell. Oh, oh wow. that's rough. Hot fire I, in Ontario. She does not. She does not. I like do this. hope. I do hope. I still have really high hopes for Bailey. I think, you know, there's been some unfortunate stuff there. You know, she's had some injuries. I, I think, you know, she's probably coming to the end of this run as part of her little damage control thing. I think if she's going to have to break off on her own again at some point yes. and sort of jump back into that top tier amongst the women's ranks at WWE. So, I, I think when we're all said and done and all four of these women have retired, I think you're going to be able to make a really compelling case for three of them to be in the number one spot. And Sasha will forever be the fourth <laughs> member that never lived up to potential. I will go with Charlotte as number one. Head and shoulders above the other three. Bailey at two. Becky at three. 
and Sasha at a four, but I will hold off to see what comes. I will be patient. And see what happens here uh, with this New Japan US but, stuff. Okay, but with New Japan, we're just talking WWE. Can you count Mercedes yes. in New Japan for yes. what the four horsewomen are? The four horsewomen are universal, everywhere, mm-hmm. wherever. I don't think she's. There's. I, I don't. I really don't think Mercedes is capable of elevating herself out of that fourth spot. Mm. I, I think, you know, again. You could. We're not insiders of pro wrestling. We could pretend that we are, but we observe and ingest what we see, and and we talk about it. You know, from the outside, it would appear that she has, perhaps, as attitude issues. Um, I mean, she did walk out on her company because she was disappointed with how the creative was going. She wasn't twice, right? Well, Stone Cold did the same thing. And, and, and right, and Stone Cold came back with his tail between his legs and sure. said, "You know what? I need to be here for the company, and I need to be here for me." And, and so, yeah, know, he came back out. humble. Exactly. Well, he he said that's the worst mistake he ever made. Yes, yeah, Sasha. Sasha went to a, a different company's biggest show of the year, uh, and you know tried to make a big splash that that fell on her face. I, I, I again, I just I think we have enough. History makes a point of her that I think it start to you really start asking yourself that question: Is she ever going to live up to the hype? And or and even like I said, is she ever going? Like obviously, I don't think she's even capable at this point of catching up to Charlotte Flair. No, I don't know. ever. Oh, no. I think if no. Charlotte retired tomorrow, I think she would always be ahead of Sasha, even if Sasha wrestled for another fifteen years. I um, honestly feel at this point the only person who is coming up, and I gauge a lot of women's wrestling off my kids, is Bianca Belair. And I don't love Bianca, but my girls either. do. No. And if Bianca keeps going on the trajectory she's going, she could rival Charlotte Flair. I think the problem that we're, we see a lot, and again, I don't, I don't want it to be like it's not, it's not a gender thing. Right, but like Bianca's a great example. People have been calling for Bianca to have a bit of a character change for quite some time now, right? Well, she's a natural I pe- heel, I think. Yeah, I think the the best way I can compare it is for the greater part of 2022. Um, Bianca Belair sort of got that that face John Cena treatment, mm, where it's like point. she's the face of the women's division. She could do no wrong. She's our superhero. And, you know, for a while there, because of injuries and people being out, she did have to carry that division. So you weren't really in a position to turn Bianca Belair heel at any point because, well, you didn't have another face for her to to go against. So I do think you're going to see a a Bianca Belair character tweak at some point because I think it's needed. Um, But, like, the women's division right now is extremely, extremely compelling because now you have most of their key players are back and healthy. Um, you know, you sort of started to see them wanting to break Shayna out a little bit again and see kind of maybe what she can do. And then you kind of hitched her to Rhonda. Now Rhonda's yeah. probably going to go away for hopefully forever. Ever. Uh, but, but I do think it's going to be a very interesting year because I do think you have the women's division back and firing on all cylinders with all, with all of their key players for the most part healthy. Um, you know, rumor has it Naomi's going to be back soon. So, I mean, that gives you another sort of upper mid-card, um, you know, female who's able to go out there and have a pretty good wrestling match and, and, and um, you know, eat some slots and put some people over if needed. So, I think it's going to be really, really interesting. But I, I think a lot of that depends on what their plan is with Bianca. Because I think that's sort of like your breaking point right now. You decide what you're going to do with Bianca and then everything else kind of falls into place from there. I think eventually Bianca will be matched up with the Street Profits completely, and they will be a heel team. Ooh. Where, yeah. And then the Would two of them... Would they face first, though, to go against Judgment Day? Uh, I think you could probably do a face run for a little bit, but they're going to turn... I think you put the three of them together... And then the uh, married couple will turn on who the names I'm forgetting the names. Dawkins. Angelo Dawkins. Dawkins. Angelo Dawkins. Yeah, Angelo. They'll turn on Dawkins 
and then move on until like so they will be the next power couple. Yeah. I think you could see a situation where sort of Edge returns and then you have Edge, Bianca, and the Street Profits against the Judgment Day at you know uh is what do we have what's coming up in february i know is it still elimination chamber or have they changed it to something there's else? nothing in february this year stop it they're there's, going there's, there's, there's elimination four. chamber was in montreal i thought they were going directly from rest there's, from the there's Rumble to prob- WrestleMania. there's probably uh I could be, oh no you're right it is in montreal heads. it's gonna be the yes the, February yeah, super oh, show maybe it's inside. March, but I know Elimination Chamber is in Montreal in February or March. It is yes. February 18th. Okay, I I will so, take my I was wrong. So I could see a situation because you know, and again, right? You know, there is, you know, we're getting into WrestleMania season, so obviously Edge is going to come back soon. Is but I think to be back, back at the Rumble, Rumble though. Well, and I think that's the thing because but the, right because you do, but you do have the sort of Edge. Judgment Day storyline that has yet to be completed, but I don't think you need Bianca in that because I think if you're going to fill the the woman spot there, it's going to be filled by Beth Phoenix. Yes. yes. So realistically, I think your your four on four matches Edge and Beth Phoenix, uh, and you know if they use the Street Profits against the Judgment Day, sure. Um, I mean, you got. I think the, the dissolution judgment... of the Judgment Day is coming um, re- relatively soon. You got to worry about the it. judgment day because, you know, Dom could go back into prison at any moment. Oh you know, God. they could. He needs more teardrops. He needs the... more teardrops, man. I like... think that's the best, the best character going right now. <laughs> what do you think of that? Oh, yes. Oh, man. For sure. Like he knows what Martha Stewart went through. <laughs> it's it's funny though like right how you have she's a g now come on yeah these little things that just unlock something dom g. like right dominic mysterio is in this situation where you just you want to hate him because he comes off as so dumb as a chicken shit yeah. <laughs> right yeah he's got and that it's Seth like Rollins chicken shit heel old school stuff. Yeah, yeah but but like it, it's it's a perfect situation for him I think when we finally get to the whole Ray Dominic blow off match, I think it's going to be an absolute banger. Yeah. I hope mm-hmm. they do it as like a two out of three falls or like an Iron Man match or like a, like some sort of big, like a cage match, hell in a cell. I don't care. Um, I think it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. I love what they have done with Dominic Mysterio over the last six months. The whole dynamic with him and Rhea is. I know people are saying, oh, what a waste it is for, for Rhea and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, they're absolute magic. You, as soon as they come on the screen, you, the crowd just viscerally reacts to it. Well, isn't it terrible um, that great. they made her the new China? I mean... Terrible or phenomenal? Yeah, I, I would tend to say, that, again, right? What yeah. else would you be doing with Rhea otherwise? Yeah. She was kind of not she was kind of floundering as a singles and not didn't really have a, a place. And again, she was sort of going down that complacent. Okay. She's, yeah. she's different, but she's not different road. Right. But like I said, now, you know, every time the judgment day is on the screen, it's, it's, it's a great segment. The Dom and, and Rhea stuff is, is hilarious from the standpoint of, I can't believe they're this brutal. The whole, I'm your mommy. Like it's the callbacks and like it's aw- it's just it's wicked to watch. Yeah, exactly. And when I said terrible, I it. was being sarcastic. Yeah, right, yeah, I heard. Like it, yeah. it, it was, yeah. Like it yeah. was. It's wonderful what they're doing with her. Like she's one of the bright spots on that raw show. Yeah, that's six hours long. <laughs> yeah, I hope whoever I hope Saudi cuts that down to like at least two and a half. I yeah, I mean, what the shows in Riyadh are like six and a half hours long. So we know we know they can sit through a marathon. Let, I just wondered how soon before like like Goldberg's going to win the Rumble. We yeah. know that, right? Goldberg's <laughs> coming back at number thirty, People winning think, the though, Rumble. Everyone assumes that because like <laughs> potentially Saudi is looking at purchasing the WWE, that oh. like all of a sudden they're going to have full say on what everything's oh, yeah. being done. And all the shows are going to be in Saudi. They have a share in UFC, yeah. a big share. They, they, have a share a, they have a share in a lot of things. 
I know they do. I learned. I learned today on. Uh, I was listening. Don't to own your Apple on. phone. Throw them out. Yeah, yeah I, on the Dan Levitard show, they apparently own like a very large percentage of Disney. Yeah, which I didn't realize. They own six percent of Nintendo. They own shares in uh, half a dozen video game companies, including EA Sports. No. Um, I, I think the thing that Uber. Yep. You know, there's been a lot of really dumb jokes made. Yeah. You know, like like you know, and I and I've retweeted some of the funnier ones. Like for example, I just went back on the WWE Network and Sergeant Slaughter won at WrestleMania Seven. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, like stuff like that, which is absolutely just <laughs> bludgingly hilarious. Yeah. But but I think the thing is, is that. What you have to look at with the Saudi Public Investment Fund, they, it, it's in the name. Right. They yeah. are an investment yep. group. They are not a, they have no interest in owning or managing anything. They want to invest. They invested in all these video game companies because they believe that video game well, sales smart. and video game corporations are on the rise. Yeah. They own 6% of Nintendo because listen, we know there's going to be new Switch hardware coming up in the next couple of years, which yep. means jumping the stock price, which means a bunch of money for them. The Live Golf Tour, yep. yes, they are the primary backers of that, but they have zero input in managing it. They have a whole team of people that, yep. that run it, and they just sit back and say, do you need more money, and how much money did we make? <laughs> so if it ever did come to pass i think the the real the only real giant thing that people are sort of talking about that is somewhat true is how vilified the wwe would become because we see what happens with yeah. Live golf yeah every yeah. time you see live golf referenced on american or canadian television they are not referenced as live golf they are referenced as the saudi golf tour yeah when not a single member of the tour or the management group actually resides in or is Saudi Arabian. It's just that's where the money's coming from. If Did WWE, call the UFC that? Well, probably not because they, they own a very small percentage of UFC, isn't it? Or uh, I don't know what their current... It's pretty decent through Endeavor, I think, right? Like, it's... Yeah. I think if... You Saudi know, wants to be the hub... For yeah. combat sports yeah. and entertainment right because again with the video disney games, with the video yeah. gaming stuff they see things these things you know entertainment content gaming fighting wrestling they just in, look at it as all content right now is profitable and can make them money and they're investing if, smartly, it, yeah. if wwe ends up being bought by the saudi public investment fund I don't think any of the ridiculously ludicrous things that people are saying online would come to pass. All right. Um, I think a lot of people jumped to really when the news came out. <laughs> just, yeah, like, click, like click, just click, to click. say, yeah, just to say, like, oh my god, this is going to happen, and when it does, everything's going to go crazy. Well, when you really sit back and think about it, because I'll admit, I kind of went, "Holy crap! What's me? What does this mean?" But when you sit back and think about it, they're really just the next money mark coming into the wrestling business. We have all at one point or another reported on and tweeted about recorded podcasts, spoken about things that WWE has done. Yeah. And I, I, anything, and you know what? I tweeted something to this effect this morning, right? As a business person, you want people to believe that the Saudis are interested and you want them to be interested because at the very, very least, they drive up the price for everybody else because you know they have the most money yeah. and they're willing to spend the most money. Whether that ends up being the end result or whether it ends up being bought by Disney, whether it ends up being bought by uh, Disco Inferno, uh <laughs> I mean, I'd be all for the Glenn Gilberti Wrestling Federation, but listen, like, I listen. If he, <laughs> there's not many things I agree with Jim Cornette about, but one of the things I do agree with is that if Disco Inferno ever gets within forty feet of a booking job anywhere in professional wrestling, he should be a red dot on his forehead immediately. Wow, that's strong he, words. He wanted he no. wanted to have the architect Bill Ding. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, I think like, it's one of those things just where 
right? You know, took me a they second. want they want everybody to be involved. They, you know, well, it's like you, it's like sports agents. I, I was saying yeah. It earlier, yeah. You play them off each other, yeah. And at the end of the day, a deal will get done or it won't get done. But I think it's ninety five percent more likely at some point the company will be sold, yeah. And ultimately, the winners of it are going to be the people who hold shares in WWE. A share price that is up 25% since the announcement last week that Vince McMahon is back. Again, everything Vince McMahon has done, for the most part, has been a financially calculated decision. I would not fathom to think why people would anticipate that this is any different. It's about the money, baby. It's It's... And getting as much of it as he can for himself and for anybody else who is still holding shares in that company. It's all about the money. Does that mean Shane McMahon's coming back? I hope so. I already said that. I said Shane should, like, he's announcing the Saudi to tank the stock, but the stock didn't tank. Saudi buys it, and then Shane shows up behind, walks out in front. It Uh, says McMahon on the contract. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Is, we we watched that not too long ago on here. It was great. Um, I I I we talked about your podcast a couple of times. Ringside Rewind everywhere you can find it. Uh, let me see. Let me look at the Twitch stream. Snaggle J is up here. No, down here. Whatever you can see it. Snaggle is the balding one. <laughs> and thank you. And, and <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Chris Doyle is is coma. <laughs> It's co-host. Um, Wait, are I, they in the same room? No, I'll let no, no. I'll let um, I'll let you two fight over it. But uh, why don't There's you no describe uh, for the viewers here tonight, and then when we push it out, uh, what Ringside Rewind is, what we can expect, and all that fun jazz. Well, uh, Ringside Rewind uh, at its heart is looking at historic pay-per-views, matches and news items in professional wrestling going back to the the federation years uh, starting about wrestlemania one uh we choose a actual pay-per-view go over everything that led up to that pay-per-view uh detailed what happened on that pay-per-view and what happened afterwards uh that's the main ringside rewind show uh we also do a news podcast uh on the weekends called uh, the rebound it's about five minutes in length and it's when i go in and kind of just go over some of the latest um news and notes of what's happened uh leading up to smackdown and uh, as we go in through the weekend so you can uh, check all that out we are at ringsiderewind.com mm. and at ringside rewind on uh, most if not all social networks yeah. um i got one more wrestling topic i'm going to throw it you guys and then, I'm gonna, and then i'm gonna let you guys go uh but i do feel like we could talk all night like we could i mean we we haven't even talked about like uh all the all the doinks and, and dinks and Jerry Lawler's. We haven't even gone. We haven't even rewound. Yeah, we can do that. No, but, that's right. But what I want to ask you is this bloodline, the storyline, this bloodline saga. Um, Have they booked themselves into a corner? And what I mean is like, who's going to, I mean, who's going to beat Roman? Everyone wants the rock and Roman, but the rock, if the title's on the line, it's a useless match to me. Uh, I I don't know where they're gonna go. Somebody says Cody's winning the Rumble, and then you're gonna have the Rhodes family versus the Anna Anna Anna. Oh, Anna Weiss. Thank you very much, family. But to be honest with you, who's actually in the Rhodes family besides like you know Dusty recipes? Uh, Cody, Dustin, and who? Brandy. That's it, right? Yeah, Brandy's gonna come out and ask if it's open mic. <laughs> so Brandy. so. Have are they have they booked themselves in a corner and why, and why is Sammy actually going to beat Roman? I actually think they they had previously booked themselves into a corner, mm-hmm. and Sammy Zayn has pulled them out of that corner. Mm. I, I think agree. because again, right, you have to you have to, like these Rock Roman rumors have been flying for the better part of two years. Yeah, um, you know they 
all through COVID, essentially, the rumors was The Rock's going to come back. And, you know, when the bloodline really started to take shape and, and, you know, Roman unified the titles and the whole head of the table thing started, I think at that point, right, the immediate rumors were, well, the only person who could dethrone him is the actual head of the table, and that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I think the whole Sammy element has actually given them additional outs of this. Yeah. And obviously, Cody again. Cody gave them an out right away because I think originally the you know the plan was probably going to be Cody was going to do his his uh, trilogy with Seth, and then was probably going to move on to do something for one of the heavyweight titles. That seemed like the rocket ship that he was on for from his return. Injury happens. The immediate second he got injured, it was reported on every reputable news site that he's injured. He's coming back at the Rumble and he's going to Mania and he's going to wrestle yeah. for the title. But yeah, I think the whole Sammy Kevin Owens being introduced into the bloodline story has given them more outs than they had six months ago. Uh, because now you you have a I'm not saying that they would, but you have a situation where you could Sammy Zayn could be your Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I and, agree. I'm and, leaning that towards moment. that. Yeah, I agree. That would. Be- I'm just gonna sidebar. Do they need an out? No. <laughs> he's got to lose eventually. Where are we? Does he? Two and a half years into this? Does oh, he? yeah. I don't think he does. Just let him you... ride it out. He's <laughs> cheered. He's booed in the same segment. As mm. soon as he comes out, he's cheered. Then he gets booed. Then he asks the people to acknowledge him, and he's cheered. And then right away, he's booed. He has the people in the palm of his hand. But he doesn't Ooh. need the title anymore for that. He doesn't need that title. Yeah. Especially he does, since he's going to be a part. Who else is going to be the guy. face of the company? You mean the face of the company right now is the initials WWE. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I would like, not they be don't... surprised if Roman Reigns was still the champion a year from now. The undisputed. I, I wouldn't either. I, I I don't think it's going to happen because I do think they have enough booking options on the table i think eventually i mean roman's already working somewhat part-time schedule yeah do i think it's very likely that he's going to lose a belt absolutely i do think you need a wwe champion on raw every week especially if roman is going to be a once to twice a month i mean obviously he's on every week right now because it's the rumble build but you know when we get into the summer and we get into the fall especially he's going to be on tv once a week or once a month so I do think, but I, I, if we were sitting here a year from now and Roman was still the universal champion and or the SmackDown champion or whatever the heck they end up calling it, I wouldn't be surprised, not even in the least. Hmm. I wouldn't, I don't think he's going to hold it that long simply because part of the reason is he doesn't, he, he, we're right, he doesn't need that to be acknowledged. Um, it would help if they would get it off of him before WrestleMania and then did a rock. Match See, that's what I want. Where, that's what I want. Where he, where rock puts him over and then he can be acknowledged in a, an actual face run as the new people's champion or the mm-hmm. people's champion. Uh, uh, viewer in the chat, B Dave 1993 says, I feel like Cody will win it off of Roman at WrestleMania. And that's no. okay. So here's the question: When do you split those titles, though? Are are they going to split the titles? Cody's not going to win it until the last year of his contract with WWE. Hmm. He's in a three year deal. We know they they signed three year deals, and yeah. he said that he is going to win before his contract is up. He said he's retiring when he's forty. That is. Five years from now, because I think he's the same age as myself. So before his deal is up in this contract, he will win it, but it'll be in that very last year. And he returned at the Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Alleged. So he, well, next no, it's been announced. He is returning. No, he returned. He returned. He returned at, at Mania. That's oh, right. He was, he was Rollins' yes. uh, surprise. Oh, right, right, I thought right. it was. So he will, on his last third Mania, he will win the title, and then he'll sign two more years, 
and then he will retire into the sunset. It's, I, I think, you know, it's, it's kind of funny, right? Because six, eight, ten months ago, people were talking about how stale WWE was, how stale the booking was, how, you know, and then the whole Triple H took over creative and brought all these people yeah. back and all these moves were made and everything's wonderful. Yeah. We're sitting here, uh, you know, two weeks out from the Rumble, two weeks and a bit from the Rumble talking about all these possibilities of who could be champions coming out of WrestleMania. We could have Roman still with both. You could have one on Roman, one on Cody. You could have one on Sammy. You could have one on Dwayne Johnson for crying out loud. Like it's it. I think it's great to spitball. I, I, the whole idea of you don't need a title on Roman to, uh, to make the bloodline relevant. I don't think that's true. I think part of what has, elevated the bloodline i agree with that the bloodline be, itself yeah them. yes like you Roman know I, you had that week and a half where solo had a belt <laughs> as the north american champion um yeah that was stupid i think i think what you are going to see when we do see the sort of dissolution of the bloodline at some point is that the usos and roman reigns are going to take a very very long break and a very, very well-deserved break uh, completely off of TV um, for a period of months. Solo um, takes the other three out? Maybe. It's, it, I, I see I, the but I, turning on each other. No, I, I, I mean, it, Solo would be the one maybe to do it because he does seem he's like the, the young, wild card in all of it. Well, he's the young buck too, right? Like... And He's I think the one it's sort that needs of the to whole, make his bones. Yeah, and I think it's sort of the whole listen, if Dwayne comes back and humbles Roman, or at least even if Roman wins and you know the rock is able to show like uh chinks in the armor, so to speak, and that there's you know, it could just be the whole solos jumping off the sinking ship. But I do think again, regardless of what happens between now and say SummerSlam, I do think that, that there is going to come a point where the bloodline will be finished. And you will not see Roman or the Usos for quite a while, um, and and because again, you know, for the for better or for worse, they've sort of carried the company, especially the last year. But for the last three years, you know, they've been a key fixture yeah. through COVID, and um, I do think it's going to come to a point where we have to go in a different direction. But the bloodline is still the hottest thing on WWE yeah. programming, so like, you know. You're, you go to the when the well's running good, man. You go to it as much as you can. Enjoy it while it's there. Uh, don't yeah, if it's not broke. Don't. I, saying, don't I think like my husband, like my husband said it. And I think streamers said it too. When we've talked, is Sammy like somehow Sammy's gonna get screwed over, and Sammy's gonna be the one to get the rock. And I know, like my husband said oh, that, and I think streamers yeah. said it too. In Chaz, where Sammy's going to be the one that if they're going to bring in the rock, it's going to be Sammy like knocking on his door and being like, hey. Joel's right. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll end this topic with uh, Solo said on this on this show, he's not about that family drama. So I, I think he did. he did say that. And I think he would turn. I think he would. Uh, he is the young buck. So. Uh, 2023 is going to be wild, man. I I don't think WWE has started a year with a stronger Rolodex of potential creative options. I agree. In a in a long in a long time, you know. I again again. I mean, we never even looked at. We never mentioned Seth Austin Theory or half a dozen other guys who yeah. you know when drew Sheamus, yeah. all these guys that are that are sitting on the upper mid card um you know i'm hearing all these rumors of, of gunther and brock lesnar colliding at some point Oof. i hope um, so Ooh, i like, hope so like you know what i mean like 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 honestly if you really sat and thought about it has wwe ever been in a better position at the beginning of a year than they are right now and i mean that's and again randy no. orton still to come back yeah possibly. potentially right hopefully hopefully allegedly. hopefully but like it's just i think it's going to be 
a unreal because the great part about what, what all well, these things are talking wild about cards available too like are there any free oh, agents out there's there? going to be people yeah. again you're going to start to see aew contracts come up yep. um of guys they could bring in heck they might bring punk back no oh, please <laughs> no just, i think the best part is is that normally when we have these discussions yeah, there's sort of a really good result and a really bad yeah. result. Yeah, but like you're looking at the dissolution of the bloodline, and we talked about half a dozen possibilities, and all of them are compelling stories. Yes, that's I the agree. cool part about it is that WWE has all these options, and they're all good creative options, as opposed to well, they could do this, which is cool, or they could do this, which will piss everybody off. Yeah, um, you know, like I don't think we're I'm gonna, cool I don't think we live in a world where. We're going to be seeing Goldberg wrestle for the Universal title like we were, what, two years Not ago, three yeah, years when ago? He, when, he, when he beat the Fiend, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, in Saudi Arabia? Yeah. That was a bot show by Saudi. It kind of had to happen. Yeah. Not WWE's call. So you're saying if they buy it now, LA Knight's beating oh. Bray? Yes. Yeah, he's going to bury him in, in Mountain Dew pitch. Goldberg black. wins money in the bank and cashes in. There's no way. It's just in Saudi. It's just in Saudi when they're presenting it to their people. It's just like, we're going to play the hits. Here it is. And we've gone through this entire segment and we really haven't talked about AEW. No. The one thing I will disagree with with Snaggle on is I, yeah, that's right. I'm going to disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah. They need to sell some fucking moves, is what they need to do. Oh <laughs> man, dynamite last night was pretty good, eh? Yeah, it was. But what oh, I was so saying, many I don't think headshots to get straight up from. Good job. Yeah. I don't think we need to worry about guys from AEW going back to WWE. Um, if they've already been there, you may see some guys who haven't been there go. But I think this Vince coming back, even if he has nothing to do with creative. Just the PTSD that they have with dealing with him. Yeah, there's You're telling a bunch me Rusev of... wouldn't want to go back. I, I think he said I... he wouldn't go back, didn't he? Yeah. What is he I doing just... in AEW right now? Nothing. Making yeah, when money. Was the last time he was on TV, well, he's getting paid. Yeah, to sit paid. home. Yeah, and and doesn't he want got paid to in WWE to do the same thing? That's, That's right. true. That's a good point. I think I think Chris, I'm Chris. I'm going to make you eat those words on Ringside Rewind. When FTR comes out to it's challenge a, the Usos for they're the gonna, tag team titles at a, at, at, at a humongous pop, um, because I, I I think again right, Triple H guys that went to AEW like again FTR is a great example. Yeah, they are prime candidates to go back to WWE. I think their yeah. contracts up in April. I know. See, oh, <laughs> we were that's talking perfect. About earlier. So there you <laughs> go. They're going to take the break. It's going to be April. Yep. Oh, we might see him at Mania. It's yeah. It's, mm. I think I think it's it's intriguing, right? Yeah. And and I will I will extend the invitation, of course, uh, for you to come on our podcast sometime. We'll even let you pick the historic pay per view that you would like Ooh, to cover. Interesting. And 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 Chris does all the research, so it's literally I just got to show up. Yeah. Uh, I and, see. That's what I like. That's what I like yeah. to show up. Oh, this yeah, is yeah. what it's Chris been does, like Chris for years. Does, Chris does all the work. I'm the face. Wait, do of I have the to operation. watch it, or can I just show up? I mean, well, you can, can show up too. I, I, don't just even, have... I don't even watch them all. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no. wait, was it including me? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're oh, fine. I, I assumed it was, <laughs> you know, but I am the more polite Canadian than Snaggle. Yes. That is un- untrue, and I have the receipts in DMs to prove it. <laughs> hey, we're not going to be talking about DMs here, pal. Um, I didn't slide in anyone's DM. I'm just saying that. <laughs> um,. Yeah. Oh God! Phenomenal stuff, guys. Ringside rewind. We're, we're. I mean, I we could we could just this show could keep going, but you know, yep. well, you can you can have us back anytime. I mean, probably not tomorrow because it's past my bedtime. It's past my but... bedtime. <laughs> but uh, uh, you can have us back anytime. Maybe well, we only run know. Tuesday Thursday. <laughs> maybe when uh, Saudi oh. when Saudi buys us and our shows are on in the afternoon. Yeah, uh, 1 p.m. Yeah, 1 p.m. What you get on that 1 p.m. Eastern Saturday time <laughs> slot. Yeah. Um, Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, as soon as I get done coaching modified basketball, I'm going to go watch the fucking Super so, Show. Do you guys do you guys interview people, like wrestlers? Because like East Coast has a big wrestling scene. We've never I had. am. Yeah, we haven't. I've put in a few invitations. I 
used to do ring announcing for a bunch of the local <laughs> the companies out here. Kali music. Um, so uh, companies like uh, uh, N uh, N uh, N E W N W E, sorry, N-W-E, and yeah. mainstream. Yep. Uh, mainstream as well. Uh, so I was on shows with guys like Dylan Davis, Thad Hallett, uh, Kirk Obi. I saw you on a rerun of uh, NWE Elite a few weeks ago. You were announcing a match between Jason Rumble and yes. uh, Forrest Cullen at the Kin Center. Forrest. Yeah, exactly. So I was I was uh, flipping through the channels and I was like, oh. Chris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I've done that. I was also uh, I booked mainstream for one, a booking assistant for mainstream for one season, uh, which was which was fun. Uh, so a lot they call of the it, guys, they call it the Vince Russo era of, uh, of that yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, no, no, it was nothing but midgets and, and garbage cans. <laughs> Uh, and uh, for, well, for, this is a whole other episode. This is where Forks, we're working for people on forklifts. He no, tried to get Buff Bagwell's mom booked on the there, promotion. There, there was for, no, but there was not a bad idea. Dick, there was nobody named Dick, but there were some in the locker room. Ooh, Ooh. I take. Wow, <clears throat> but <Don't> yeah, <laughs> what we do at the end of every show is I'm going to give you guys the mic now, and uh, you can put over anything you want. You can say anything you want. You can bury anyone you want. It doesn't matter to me. I think I just did. I did. <laughs> I I will not interrupt. The floor is yours. Nagel, you go first. Ooh. I mean, I, I feel like you gave me the mic, so I'm going to bury you. Okay. Um, I, like I would say, listen, you know what? What's uh, new? Thank you for having us on. Yeah. I appreciate it. Check out Ringside Rewind uh, at our website, ringsiderewind.com, or wherever where you get your podcast apps, uh, where you can watch me absolutely out opinion, Chris, week after week <laughs> after week with sound logic. Chris is essentially the Sasha Banks of Ringside Rewind. Oh, hot take. You know, uh, I came into it with all this hope, and he's just been average. Um, <laughs> and, and, and last week, he really screwed up the finish. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not going to bury Snaggle because... You're going to bury well, him later? For, for a lot of reasons, including which his wife will get mad at me, and she can't You just need to vibe. get some lime and some bleach. You'll be fine. Yeah. I know where every pig firm in New Brunswick is. I'm fine. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, again, thank you for having us on. Uh, yeah. We are, I'll speak for Snaggle on this. Be more than happy to come back anytime you'll have us. And you guys are more than welcome to jump in on one of ours as well. And thank you to the chat and everybody. You can check us out again at ringsiderewind.com on Twitter at ringside rewind. He is at Snaggle J. And I am at C.D. Lawrence. Spectacular. All those links went out. Boys, uh, it's been a phenomenal time. And uh, in, in, like Snaggle said, we had we, we didn't talk AW. We got all these other stories. Impact, Hard to Kills tomorrow, all sorts of fun stuff. I in, heard there's... In, impact? Impact Wrestling, that's, that's Hard a, to Kill. Yeah. That's, that's a wrestling... Co- really? It is, yeah. Oh. We don't get it in Canada. <laughs> Unless you have fight, impact is near and dear to the hearts of the people on this channel. You can't be, you can't be burying impact over here. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll be here till three o'clock in the morning if we start. Yeah, that's where Okada started, right? Impact. Uh, yeah, he. That's where he did uh, part of his excursion as uh, he was the the Green Lantern's friend with the little green (laughs) mask. He was, as you're right. Yes. Oh, I've I believe I've watched some TNA and Impact oh, in my TNA. day. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, it, it doors always open. You guys can come on. We'll come on. Uh, it's hard to get me and Vanessa on other shows. We've been on them and been banned from them forever. So yeah. well, as Very you true. can tell, there's not much you can say to get banned on our show. Yeah, and plus, after, we're not after straight, tonight. So. I expect to be banned from my own show. <laughs> and we're not um, live, so we can edit anything. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't edit. Oh, as editing. The, that's a cop out. As the person who does the editing, I tell you right now, I don't ever edit anything. I, I just, and I know Chris doesn't go through and listen to them because I never edit. Yeah. Oh, no. I, uh, well, boy, I just make sure my voice sounds good. All I do is add the intro music. <laughs> Drag that's it in. Editing. Sounds about right. Drag it in. Cut hey, out put, the preamble where we talk about it. That's our gimmick. We'll people. edit it in post. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you want to yeah. hear, hear us bury people? I sure. Do we have. ever do a paint? 
we ever do a Patreon or where the pre-show goes up, <laughs> neither one of us will be employable. No, that's yeah. Sadly, <laughs> as 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 go, as federal government employees, let's hope those uh, the 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 CSIS agent that monitors our recordings don't ever get a hold of the pre-show. Listen, they're they've been aware of us for years. We're on a list. <laughs> they don't want. Well, you're on more opinions. lists than I am. I'm probably at the top of every list. Well, hey. thanks a lot. I mean, we we appreciate it. I'll be on a list with you guys anytime. Anytime, exactly. <laughs> I agree. Well, boys, uh, let's all get to bed. We're all old. Uh, I'll see you guys around. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, peace. guys. Oh, man. That was great stuff. That was great. And every, you know, and I remember this, I had this feeling last time Snaggle was on. I think, I think Snaggle was on maybe before you came on, Vanessa, like you came on board and stuff. He I, reminds me of the, um, That other dude we had on. Oh, fuck. I'm going to phrase it. Comedian. He's a comedian. Uh, Shuli? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably the bald head. Yeah. Well, the attitude. It's like, like, we don't have a lot of other podcast people come on just because, I don't know, it doesn't, I mean, Kyle comes on and goes well. But every time, like I had Snaggle on, and the last feeling I had, I was like, "Man, we we could have talked wrestling all night long, all night long." And this is the first time I met that Chris dude, and he was awesome. And it, it reminds it was... me of a mix of John Candy and the brother from Home Alone. <laughs> oh, the brother, <laughs> the guy, the guy, uh, the guy. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking what, about what, Russ. No, what's his name? Russ? No. The brother? The old the Kevin's the older brother. Kevin's dad's brother? No, 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 Kevin's brother. Kevin's brother, the older one. Not, not the one with the snake, right? The one with the spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, him. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs>